1: Hello everyone, welcome to the Redmen TV. It is the final word show, and it is association with the If you want more from us, including this show on the midweek games, obviously not this week, but in a couple of weeks' time, it all kicks off in a big way again. Uh, this show is on the as well as exclusive interviews with the likes of Jurgen Klopp, Lucas Leiva, Robbie Fowler, Jordan Henderson, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, etc., etc., and amazing shows covering every aspect of Liverpool Football Club on a weekly basis in video and in podcast form. Get over there, it is completely free for the first month. So you can try it all out. And then it's just five pounds a month after Anyway, um, let's put all that to one side for a moment, gents. Hello. Because Liverpool's <laughs> kids smashed Everton in the mid of Um Ben Kelly, it was a mad team. Like we we were in the office, me and Chris were talking, he had to do the starting eleven prediction. He's like, What do we do here? I was like, the sensible thing is just to go with one or two, like will definitely come in, yeah. Origi will definitely come in, but that'll probably be it because <laughs> he, he won't, I don't think he'll rotate too heavily. Oh no 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 no! No, he went full. He went full. Yeah, up. he
2: did, and I, I, like, I saw it, and I, I almost, I couldn't believe it. I, I really, really didn't want to lose yesterday, and I was really, really worried that like he'd perhaps gone too far. You know, with the with the team that we put out in the league in December. Um, you know, obviously we smashed them, but there was eyebrows raised at that, you know, in the, in the game in the league and, and everybody was going, oh my God, and then obviously that turned out to be okay. But like for him to bring in like uh, Harvey Elliott here and, and, and Curtis Jones, who we'll talk about in depth, um, you know, it, it, was, it was some real bold decisions. But we saw so much from this team that, that, that showed us how much character these young lads have. And I think I think it's an absolute, you know, testament to how good they are. It was... What was your reaction today? It was when you saw
3: furious. Were you really furious? Well, I don't get angry, angry, but I was disappointed. I was very disappointed and very shocked because...
1: Words. You weren't angry, you were just disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: That's, that's weird. Words. Yeah, you're going to be furious. No, it was... I didn't think the team that Liverpool picked yesterday was good enough to beat Everton. Obviously, it turned out that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I still think, you know, had Everton done a little bit more with their chances, it could have been It could have been over at half-time. Yeah. I, I, but having said that, I don't think Klopp just jibbed the FA Cup off. It's got to be. It's got to be science related. He's obviously looked at what where players are, how much they've played, and he's just thought. After after he went like full strength against Sheffield United, he was obviously going to make some change. But I agree. I thought it was going to be Milner will play a fullback for someone, and you know,
1: like, bits and bobs. Though, bits yeah. and
3: bobs. I didn't expect it to be the
1: I agree, the kids. But the argument is tempered by the fact that if it's a genuine sports science issue, then you probably go a bit weaker the game before. If you care, if you cared about the FA Cup, yeah, you do. You ease off. Mm. You know, James Miller doesn't play as much football. You play one of the kids in the game before, yeah. and then you play another senior player in yeah. this game. So I think it kind of works both ways. I agree with the general notion. I think he, I think he set this narrative by saying that we cheat one game at a time. In a four, it allows him that excuse, and ultimately, when you win, it doesn't. It doesn't
3: exactly, win. and it, it, it ends justify I means. Don't you? And the fact mm. is, the. the the big guns now have all had a, a nice rest. They get the whole week off before they play Tottenham. So, you know, it's a, it's a rest of, what, nine days or something for them, which is unheard of for, yeah. at this stage of the season. So, I, I was worried that that team would, A, lose, or even worse, draw. And then, because yeah. I've seen Liverpool, I've seen them do this before. Liverpool have done this on the clock before. He went to Exeter and played that team. I remember him doing it. Uh, Plymouth, he played a weekend team in the FA Cup, and it, it just caused replays. And then it was like another that's the last thing you want is a draw so I must admit I wasn't best pleased. I always wanted to beat Everton yeah. and to be honest I think this Liverpool team is more this than just league potential league winners I think they yeah. could be historically good like the double is a real thing a treble is not beyond the realms of possibility no, yeah. I think this team deserves to be that I'd, uh, listen just winning the league sounds like I'm being greedy I'd bite your hand off every day of the week yeah, yeah. But I think that the way that they've gone so far and the, the, the gap they've created for themselves gives them the opportunity you now to go. Not only can they win the historic first league for thirty years, they can they can complement that by winning an FA Cup and winning a, a Champions League or going far. So, like I say, I was I was quite annoyed. I was I was in the cabin when I, when I got the news and I was like, I, I tweeted up furious and obviously, people take tweets very very seriously. I wasn't I wasn't knocking taxi drivers out, but but I was like, <laughs> not today, not today. Yeah. But but I was like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I think. You could have played the goalie, you could have played
1: yeah. one or two more, but... Uh, <laughs> We've we we, we got a Redman Wattop group, haven't we, Ross? And I think it, I saw some... Like, Chris on being raging, but he was stood next to me, he was, laugh, he was kind of laughing about it at the same time. Where, where, where
4: were you at? Um, I was surprised about, I think i was saying it's Ben about how many kids were actually involved in that, but I understand it in the sense that I think it's more credit to the players before that. They've just played nine games throughout December and one and what they've been through. And what we've asked them to play and what they've come out and done, I think is a massive achievement. Yeah. But I also think it's easy for us to sit here I think, in the, in the building and said, just go one more time. But it's all right for us. <laughs> we haven't just played that amount of football on, on two different continents and, you know, in three, four different tournaments. So I understand why he played those kids. But like again, we only see things on the face of things. He sees those kids on a, on a daily basis. He's put the confidence yeah. in them, in their own ability to go go to and take everything side on. I was, I was concerned because I thought Everton would go full strength because they've got nothing else going on this season. Yeah. And not playing to our hands, and obviously Angeletti comes into it as well. But what was it I, about? I
3: was think worried? I don't know if you agree, Paul, but I thought it was. I had no problem with like Elliot playing, or maybe Williams playing, or Jones, or maybe you play Phillips. But I was surprised that all four of them. And then I look at the bench, and you think, oh, I think well, if he gets a sixty, and, and he might just load the bench. he might, you might go Van Dyke, Salah, Mane yeah. for me, and just load the bench. We never. He's literally just put them in the stands and said, you are not playing football, and we and. I think the fact that Jurgen maybe is a little a bit emotionally unattached to an extent about the Everton rivalry. He's never taken it like as, as like intense as we has have. He, has
1: he really? He's he never picked not a... played too many full strength teams. No, exactly. Yeah,
3: I yeah exactly that. And, it, and it, like he did like in the FA Cup last time. <laughs> for enough with Van Dijk, that was a stronger team than this, but. This team, I think, has got more going on.
1: And that's the, I, I understood the point. Well, I think he looks at the knock-on effect and, uh, with these, and the, and this is the time of the year where we, we struggle. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't have this complaint that Liverpool struggle in, in January and the start of February, which yeah. we historically do, particularly under Jürgen, and then be asked when we try to find ways to make sure that the good lads are as available as possible for the big games. I, I love the psychology of it, because at the time, and this is, the, this is what football is all over, Ben, I was, I had, a, I had a sneaky little suspicion in the build-up that I thought we were going to lose this because I just thought Everton just had it was too important to Everton. The bookies were and, they were bookies favourites. Yeah. And, and I knew I knew we would rotate, so I knew we wouldn't have a full strength team. I just thought this might be this might like be the little, one. Like we, yeah. we've taken our eyes off the ball a little bit because it's the FA Cup, etc., etc. But the beauty is about about footy and what you meant to do is the second that you can kick off and you can be upset about it all you want. But once you're in there, you, you, you're in there. Or you, you're watching it. You committed. You committed to it, of course. Because I was a bit. I was on because I had. I've got, I've got. Obviously, got my season tickets in the cop. But I, I had access to my uncles next to me, dad in the centenary. And I was like, Do I want to watch this game with me dad and have a good view, but being a being like not being able to stand, not being stood up and not singing? or do I want to be in the cop? And I was like, Well. <laughs> Oh, it was a and when I saw that team, I was a bit like I'd, I'd made the decision to be in the cock by that point, and I was like, oh, I, I, are we gonna lose? Are we gonna lose this one? I would. Could I just be sat? You know what I mean? Could I just be sat down and watching the game and having a chat with me dad while while I'm doing it, etc., etc.? But the second you, the second it kicks off, that that's just the, the, what the footy's all about, and the psychology of of going with that team. We did it in in December where we put. A weakened side out, but we told all those lads, we think you're good enough to beat Everton. Yeah. We think you're good enough. This is a big game for you to be in. And I think it actually damaged Everton. And this time around... It's even worse. Well, we exactly. We set them up because all we challenged them. We've gone. We've gone. <laughs> We're putting our under-23s out basically against you. Have you, have you just got what it takes? Mm. And they absolutely capitulated. And they still couldn't
2: do it, Anfield, could they? And I think that, again, it's, a, <coughs> it's, it's credit to the team because, obviously, we kind of saw... I think we kind of saw two sides to to this Liverpool team in the sense of they they go out and obviously, well Everton have the chance in the first half, but you can see that they're playing with the freedom of, you know, they've been been hyped up to go out and be heroes, but also they're playing like they've got nothing to lose, you know, they're going out and doing all that. But then Jones gets the goal in the second half, and you see the way they change the way they're playing because suddenly they've got something to protect and they and, and they want to see the game out. And I thought that was just as impressive as the way they play in the first half when you know, they begin to get into it a little bit more towards the end of the first half. There's a couple of chances. Minamino as a header and, and, and Origi as the one that was probably going to be offside. But in the second half, the way we control the game following the goal because we all of a sudden had something to protect was amazing, you, and you can't train that. You can't you can't train for that in training. You, that that is something that you've got to learn from in a game situation, yeah. and 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 to be able to play in two different styles in in in, in a game and, and adapt your the way you're playing following a goal to protect that lead. It's so mature from such a young side. It it, it was so impressive. I think
3: I think sorry I was going to say Ross is that. The injuries to not only the first teamers but the squad players has had. An, obviously, I imagine if he had everyone fit or near enough, he would have played Shakiri, and he might have started Oxley Chamberlain and Keita might have got a game, and you know he might have had he might have had one of the kids with Mil- whatever a fullback. I don't know, but because I think he's a, he's been a bit worried the fact that he's he's run out of midfielders, he loses another one, wanted one the, you know another senior player. I think he's he's gone. Um. I I'm, I'm not It's not the end of the world if Everton beat. If we don't win this, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. What would be the end of the world is if I asked one of these lads to go again they the under for six. Weeks. And I understood that. Yeah. My flip side was I think Everton are crap, yeah. and you could beat them. You could beat them at half at fifty yeah. percent. <laughs> so I'd have just van like strolling about.
1: Well, but, we, chal- we challenged the, the Liverpool squad there. Ross would say, a, you know, we're going to put a fit team out. We're going to put a healthy team out to the yeah. best of our ability, and we're going <laughs> to trust that that energy and the desire. Matches whatever else Everton are bringing to the table, and it, you know, and it, that was it. it. it's a, it's a calculated risk because it, it, when you look at it now, he's been seeding this for a few weeks now. So it's taking Nico Williams to Qatar, it's taking Curtis Jones to Qatar, it's keeping you know, obviously it's bringing it's bringing know <clears the domino throat> as well. He's been he's, this has been in the planning. This isn't like he's gotten to the weekend and gone. What the fuck have I got? We've got here. What you've got with the likes of Jones and Williams in particular is he's, they're now looking at going, I've been on the bench now for three or four weeks. Because the squad players are injured, <clears throat> they now know, oh my goodness, I I, this is my chance to shine in a senior game of football. And if I shine in this, then I make myself an option for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, when Klopp wants to rest, Trent Alexander-Arnold t- in, the, in, the, in the next FA Cup game, or you know when the, when the fixtures ease off a little bit in, in February, well, Nico Williams has done nothing to suggest he won't come in
4: as the understudy. No, they've all been drip fed over the past couple of months, haven't they? But it's like five, ten minutes here. I think the Carabao Cup or you know certainly earlier rounds and stuff in in that is all experience for them. Whether it's positive or negative, it's getting them on the pitch. I think Harvey Elliott coming on and playing like I know, he played a minute at Sheffield United, but it's still he, he's got coming out of Anfield out of the way yeah. in a Premier League game. So that's one more thing psychologically out of the way. So with that having them fit. Was justified by me when i saw the line going actually well they're all fit we've seen injuries to all other teams in newcastle lost four players to injury yeah. because of the amount of football that they played yeah. and it happened over the weekend of soft muscle issues uh injury sorry because they played so much football it's fine saying like van dyke going yeah, in a, even, I, 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 get I get that point yeah, but yeah, like what are you doing that expensive are you gonna miss van dyke for it's spurs it's james milner proves
1: it all right yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, i'm i'll
4: hold my hands up in a minute like i was wrong but just There's just following yeah, what sorry. ben said before i think it's even better in the sense that most of those lads have never played together before i don't think and Joe Gomez, I think, played the Arsenal game in the Carabao Cup and yeah. had kids around him, and you could he see it, it, Denver, it was difficult for him. Yeah. But again, to play the two sides that you, that you said there, but for the cohesion and rhythm and understanding that they all had of each other, I mean, he's never played that Liverpool side before. No. He's playing with teenagers, yeah. and, yeah. and to have that against Everton's first team, I think, it just makes the, the, the whole thing even better.
3: Yeah. I it's not, I'm made up, I'm I'm I was th- wrong. Th- 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 I thought that team's going to lose, and I'm going to be really upset about it. I'm not, not, like, not going to. It's not to be the end you of the could world, have
4: but, justified. It couldn't, yet. Yeah. You know, we could
1: have all rationalised it in some way. Yeah. But the beauty is, is like you don't have to now. Do you think
3: to. sometimes, Paul? Like, I, again, I might be wrong, but like there's a, an inner city to outer wider Liverpool fan thing on this. Like beating Everton in, in, in an FA Cup third round might mean more to us because we see Evertonians every single day. Like, well, if you want look, live, maybe I, don't I know. think.
1: Look, to, to be fair, like. Ben's immediate reaction without without throwing well, throwing Ben well, under no, the wall, was, bus, yeah. was that you would have upset would would upset. Yeah. Were upset with that. I don't think it's uniformly true. No, because ultimately I actually don't care. I'd have you know I was, I was saying when, when we got the draw, the second we got the draw, I was like I'd be play I'd play the kids against them because yeah. I don't I care more about the Premier League than I care about the FA Cup, and they yeah. don't have to be mutually exclusive things because no. we think we're that good at the moment, but. The derby doesn't mean that much to me anymore. Yeah, because we keep winning. <laughs> but that's it because I am accepting of the fact that at some point Everton are going to win a derby, but if Liverpool happen to be the best team in the world at the time they're doing it, then who's asked? Because it doesn't tell you anything about us. It doesn't it doesn't? It's no bad. It's no. It it's, it doesn't take the shine off Liverpool being brilliant. When when Liverpool are crap and Everton are better, you know the season needs to finish above us. Constantly I know we still won the derbies, like or didn't lose the derbies. I've been in plenty of situations where Everton. Have, we've never been this good before. So if you're gonna lose it, I, I'm not asked. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can't, you can't beat Everton or go and beat against Everton forever. Is my, is my point. And you that say that? that? No, I don't <laughs> know. look. If we bear in mind that's happened, it's, it's actually more likely that we never will lose to them again. Um, but that's my take. on yeah. I yeah, don't okay, think yeah. it is and in the city, I said, but I do think. Also, I don't have as much interaction with Evertonians on a day to You know, I see the Toffee TV lads every day, pretty much. But they're actually quite sound, so I don't they don't bother me. But if I knew, really bad, horrible, those lads who were stood on the front of the Upper Annie Road and doing the pushing gestures and pretending mm. like they're fucking mega ultras, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know those lads, so I don't have that needle in me like yeah, the same yeah, way.
4: Yeah, Yeah, that. I think it says a lot about Everton and where they're at and I just thought he would like you said at like Liverpool going 50% I think that's essentially what Everton have done yeah. because that's all they, they can afford to do they don't have the squad he would have learned so much about that side last night and how how much work well, he's, the, he's got to do from
1: Everton's perspective isn't it I mean, I'm not asked about their perspective too much on this show but the <clears throat> that's what Duncan Ferguson will have weeded out a few of the the, you know the, the 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 bad seeds or whatever in that in that side, and you're right. Ancelotti will look to down go. That's probably the lowest step Everton will have now. I think you know. I think you know they might have a few more downs this season or whatever. But as far as Ancelotti's reign goes, that'll probably be the worst. I actually worst. thought he played quite well first half. Yeah, yeah they were good. They first. were horrendous second half. Like yeah. like like, like truly well, Theo Walcott, I thought was the best example of that because he all their danger comes from him in the first half. And then he is one of the worst footballers I've ever seen him in my life in the second. Yeah. And it helps because I didn't realise it in the first half. And this is mad. The psych against psychology, <clears throat> them choosing to change ends was one of the biggest mistakes they've ever made because they were bossing the first half, but the cop couldn't see it. So we didn't, you don't you don't feel the damage when that yep. far away from you because you know it you can't see what's going wrong or how they're getting into you. So you don't take it on board as much, yeah. and then so then I mean, what like what happens second half is they they they're all down our end, and they and they completely utterly crumble. Theo Wolcott was a, one of the biggest shit hours I've ever seen in my entire life, and yeah, they they. It's mad, fell off like that. in uh,
3: uh, we, we talk a lot about finishing and and, and putting the ball in the back of the net and how easy our lads make it, and it's it, ever you not know, like a mid-table Premier League side, aren't they? that's what they are. Like ranked, t- I don't even know where they are in the league, tenth or whatever. And their lads just kept it in the middle of the goal. I think it, it's a. I, I, I do think it's a. It's a testament to like the likes of Mane and the likes of Salah, who you just who just find corners all the time. Curtis Jones, <laughs> the, the, the ultimate corner. Yeah, you, know, you can't get more than that. But like, you know, Calvert Lewin straight at the goalie. Walker is it walk? The header off Holgate, an absolute sitter. It's just right at the goalie. Like Van Dijk has a similar header to that against Brighton, and he just puts it, guides it in the corner. And it, I think it,
1: like. We get tons of those ch- chances like that to be fair, yeah. but the thing is, when you're as good as Liverpool, are,
3: another them, one will exactly. come. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think like, I think it just shows like how good Liverpool are
1: on the. Day. Like, the, the oh, the, sorry, rather we believe another one will come. Yeah. Whereas I genuinely think they thought they, they have done that. They, they they probably think well we've had all our chances here, mm. and they had. After half an hour they had. <laughs> <Yeah, literally
3: laughs> I, I do think like it just shows that the the, the, the level of Liverpool, like how good we are, because Everton are, are fine. They're all right. We say the crap, but. In the in the pantheon of English football, like the tenth, eleventh best team, and we are just like so, so much better. I was watching them do like simple things, like five yard passes where they were like a yard off, and I was thinking, these I feel sorry for some of these. Like they they pay forty quid so you want to almost these lads who can't
1: kick at five yards. Yeah, just like really basic stuff. Someone made the point when so they did Liverpool starting eleven was like plus forty three million or and something. And theirs was two hundred. And most million. of that's mm-hmm. Lallana isn't it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: Vanarigi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The rest of it's kids and you know, and three times. And yeah, so yeah, it was. It was bonkers. Like how, how
1: the paddle? I think
4: they need to stop playing Jordan Pickford for, for, from their perspective at Anfield because again you talk about psychological boosts. I think that's there. I think he's, he just completely goes. There's a the guy.
1: There. I can't. Apologies to the guy. His name is in our oh, website so. subscribers group. Who, who, who said he was he wasn't happy with the like the we perceives as bullying of, of, of Jordan Pickford or whatever. Personally, I there's players that you, the, <laughs> the cop gets in the head off. Mm. and Raheem Sterling's one of them as yeah. well, and Jordan Pickford's another one. The lads for whom psychologically, they aren't strong enough to deal with that. You know, I, I talk about it all the time I look at Allison when he makes a mistake. He's not asked. Because he you make everyone makes mistakes. Jordan Pickford makes mistakes and I think he tries to play his way out of that. You know what I mean? He try, like he's trying he's trying to prove to the crowd that he's not crapping his arms at a normal length. Mm-hmm. And there's not no amount of him being
4: trying is gonna stop that. You know, stop that being a thing. Even his distribution, like, what well, I got told that was his best asset. Like, it was probably his it worst. Was, it was awful. It was yesterday, awful yesterday. Yeah. Like, just getting the ball and like, actually just swatting it down the field to, to uh, Adrian. He's got that low punt trajectory here yeah, going but on. Yeah, that's fine if there's someone else to run on the end of it on yeah. your team. <laughs> 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 don't, just, don't just hoof it up. But I think, I think like, he's got like, a, a point to prove. Obviously, yes, cause he because he makes a mistake every time. But psychologically, like, I just he must have known that. He should, you know what, he, it's daft, but you just address it.
1: Like, He should just when he walks in front of the cop, he gets sung. You've only got little arms. He should just go like that, and everyone would laugh, and they'd probably and they 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 might leave him alone for a bit, and they might come out a a bit here and there. But you've done it once you once you realise that you've it's all.
2: (laughs)
4: You've got little arms. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But once you realise it's all banter, it's all it's it's fine. It's not
2: going away. I think that's the main thing. Yeah, Yeah, but that's
1: because he's. But again, he he fuels it by not. Laughing with it and being, you know what I mean, and he's the kind of lad that I thought we think would have. You know, he takes seems to take the piss out of a lot of things. He he laughs in bad situations and fuzzy matches. David James used to do that. he was fucking infuriating when he'd make a bad mistake and he'd laugh. And you're like, what are you? What are you laughing for? He's decades, dropped the ball on the goal. Um, no, he's, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that he's. he's I'm glad that he's rubbish. <laughs> but he, he's one of them. And he, it's the, he, there's a, I said this the other day. There's a clutch of goalkeepers there that's your expression well it's not your expression but it's one you brought into our sort of uh, Redman lexicon is that he's just good enough to get you beat he's fine he's a good shot stopper and he's good distribution but there's something there's a massive thing missing and it's it is an inch of finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is something so satisfying about saying he's got little arms. He probably hasn't. It's it just it funny. No, no, no. But watching it in slow motion where he's reaching and he's reaching for the ball and he can't reach the ball because whether he's got normal size arms or not, his arms weren't long enough and that plays into our... Our, our goalie's really.
3: better than him. Our sub-goalie. Yeah. Gen- like, yeah. Adrian's better than him. Adrian's
1: pretty much... Because so what the cl- clutches have got, you've got the elite of the elite goalkeepers, and I think at this stage you're probably talking about Allison Ederson clearly in the league, mm. the De De hair just now, but the hair and Kasper Schmeichel, Fabianski you know, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I
3: like Fabianski, but yeah, but
1: I mean, not not a, he's, he's the, probably at the table it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then like Luis and you know, but he they're the good, and then you've got this other this mess of keepers, and Pickford should be. In that second, second tier, tier, yeah. but um, yeah. For whatever reason, he's he's not, and long may that, continue anyway. Uh, Adrian, you mentioned him, uh, stay, Like, there's not a save there that he, sh- that, he that he shouldn't make. But he makes but he does make them, and I, I, I'm not a, I've been a goalkeeper for, for too long to sit here and go like, wow, well, like somehow steal credit from him. He makes big important <laughs> saves. He's there. His distribution was really good. His command, he was just. Yeah, if you're gonna save it with
3: your feet, what what I don't know if it's if it's tall or whatever, but he gets it far. Yeah, like it doesn't just like fall a yard away when he, he saves it with his feet. He it goes it bangs out, does it like yeah. three or four times? He gets them. Uh, listen, I thought Evans finishing was horrendous. Like he shouldn't have had the chance to save from them. He didn't have to move. to were right at him, but he's just sub goalie. So all you sub goalie can do, I always think is that just don't cough up. If they score well, these or these, then that's one of them. You know, like I'd expect Allison to potentially save a world. You know, like make a. Yeah. I've never. I wouldn't really expect that from Adrian. To be fair to him, he has done a few times. He's made yeah. unbelievable saves. Well, so not,
1: like Napoli maybe. one of yeah. The best yeah, ex- ever yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's he's so much better than what we've had. Like it's. I well, Chris made the point on one of the shows last night that he's probably the best goalkeeper we've had since Pepe Reina, except for the fact that we've got well, Alisson. Yeah, team. yeah. He's probably. Yeah, you're right. He's better
3: than Mignolet. He's better than Caria. He's better than everyone else. Anyone else we've tried, isn't he? So. I thought what I like about him as well. I think you need to have a, you talk about character and, and stuff on goalies. He's got that, Annie. Yeah. Like he, he, if so if fans were giving him a bit of stick, he, he would. He'd be, he'd be up for it. He, he looks like he's got a bit about him, and that. Yeah. And he, he seems a sound fellow as well. He got a lot going for him. And like so I, I had no issue with that in the end. I thought at first I was thinking, why are you resting Allison? He hasn't played. Yeah. Maybe he needs games. But just a
1: thank you to Adrian to again. Yeah, and, sport, he, and I he mean, thought he was really, really good. He there was one thing I don't. Know, I, I don't think it was picked up on the cameras. Um. I might have got a little bit of it but when Curtis Jones' goal goes in his celebration was amazing he, he, he threw himself on the floor and started rolling around and all kinds it was like that he goes... <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely brilliant um, Ross we lost Miller after six minutes um, that had one of the hallmarks of like you thinking oh here's another reason why it's all going to go tits up because I think that that first 10-15 minutes actually probably the first half an hour we weren't Great. We did have a great control over the game in the same way. You know, we played a lot of aimless long balls over the top, just getting rid of the ball uh, a bit too quickly. Um Lucci, I, I thought he was wild. Uh, I don't think he's a very disciplined footballer, and he certainly I'm not sure he's a left back yet. But um obviously, got phenomenal pace. I thought his endeavour. He was he was a really exciting player.
4: To watch, yeah, Milner was a bit of a surprise. I don't think he was capable of getting injured. To be yeah. fair, he just passes every test. i well,
1: said, I see that any update on, on the injury? He he's felt pain, so you know <laughs> yeah, it must be bad." Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, but again, I think it justifies the reason why he's rested loads of players, and you think it's James Milner that could have easily been any one of, of the first team. But Larucci, it's seen in, in pre-season a few times. Obviously, before he gets his leg like kicked off by someone, it's, was it Sporting Lisbon? We played. Bit, yeah, 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 he likes to get forward quite a lot, which is which is sound. But I think Everton caused problems first half. Theo Walcott obviously gets in down that side. I think he's just learning, isn't it? On on the job and in in a deep end. He probably never expect, expect the James Milner to get injured for a start, and he's thinking shit, and he's, he's getting he's get ready, and he's get on the pitch. Didn't have a shirt on? No, he? but it's, it's about adapting and learning on the job and, and gaining that experience, which I think he did. I think. Him and a few other youngsters, I think they grew into the game and grew confident because there would have been natural nerves there for them. I think that's what it was for him in the first 10-15 minutes that he played. Um, but again, his link-up play with, with Origi down the left, I think, once he got into that rhythm as well. And getting forward, and again, he led the press in, in some of the in situations as well, thought he was fine.
3: Backs himself, honey. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's in the
3: corner and he's doing little step stepovers to get out of it and... You know, he's chasing a lost cause. He's got confidence. Again,
1: I'm not sure he's a left-back, yeah.
3: but he might be a, a Liverpool left-back, you know, because we don't play normal yeah. left-backs.
1: That, that confidence was true of all the young lads. I thought yeah. the amount of situations where, like, a bit, you know, I've seen um, Jack Robinson come into the team and be fine, and I've seen Flanagan come into the team, and they're, they're all good, but they look like when they when they do those, like, <laughs> I remember a game playing for the school as a subkeeper keeper and having to come on at right-back because of injury, and I had the best time of my life. Cut, cut from right, to left footed, right back, just <laughs> dropping the shoulder and cutting inside. And I worked about five times out of field. It was amazing, but it was always you have <laughs> you were having a laugh. It was, it was just it was never serious. Whereas these lads, it, it meant it's part of how they play. You know the amount of times Nico Williams goes to go ah. Just cuts inside, keeps it keep it to the all play with that with with that kind of confidence. The one player that I, I thought I was I was actually most surprised by, if I'm honest, Ben, was um Nat Phillips. Mm. I think we've kind of forgotten about him. You know, we, it's not, at the last couple of summers that we you know we'd looked at him and gone, Yeah. Could be it could be if I particularly the summer before last and I'm thinking, yeah, we could we could see some of them this season. The loans actually looks like it's done him quite good. I don't yeah. know he's only been playing in Bundesliga too. Um, they quite but, high up, Stuttgart in from so this But just playing, yeah. he's played senior men's football, yeah. and he and he came back in. I think there was a few early moments where I was like, you know, yeah, he started Calvert yeah. Calvert Lewin, kind of had him a couple of times, um, early particularly. But he, he just he just looked like centre back. Yeah, the, the, he did. The, he
2: did, and I think playing alongside Joe Gomez will have helped him because I think you know the, the Joe Gomez's confidence will be sky high at the moment. Was I think I think the. I think the decision for this has been made. Clearly, Van Den Berg isn't quite up to the level yet. And I think we saw that in the Villa game where really, you know, if, if we were... an Arsenal. Yeah and yeah and Arsenal, but particularly in the Villa game, where in a team of kids, he should have been the guy who yeah. c- probably came out with one of the, you know with with a little bit of credit, and he didn't really. In fact, he, he gave one of the goals away, and I think this decision's been made given given his performances over the, Phillips performances over the last couple of summers. Mm-hmm. I think Klopp's had it in the back of his mind and, and, and made the decision. I think it's a good decision as well. He's given, part of the squad as well, isn't yeah, him, you know? yeah, and he is now. And, and, and I think given we don't really still don't really know where Matip's up to, Lovren, and I think actually. He's thought he's probably looking at the whole the, the situation with all of the kids and how well they're all doing, and he's thought, well, you know, rather than going out and buying another five million, ten million pound centre back in, in, in January, I've got a lad on loan out there that, that that actually might be pretty
1: good if we bring him back. So I think that's why the decision. I mean, it made. wouldn't shock me to see him go go back out on loan, Steve. You know what I mean? If
3: after as Matter as Matip and come back, no, yeah,
1: maybe the end, maybe at the end of the window, or whatever. But he, you know, like he came in. There's a moment again of, of, of confidence. Which I think, he, which grew for him as the as the game went on. <coughs> In the second half, we're under a little bit of pressure, and he drops the shoulder and he goes. I think it might be Moyes Keane by that point, and he goes past his man and just strides into midfield, and you go. Uh, again, I had no expectations of him. I thought he might be a bit agricultural or, or whatever by comparison. Just not because he is that. Just by There's very high standards been set by Liverpool centre halves this season, the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I thought. I thought it, well, to be fair, the whole back five. I thought. We're, 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 we're out. At
3: first, I thought I was worried about like, set pieces. We look like people we got up because they got in a few times, and that, that that can happen with you know mixed teams and like whose responsibilities were. It's usually Virgil's job just going ahead and everything away. Yeah. We didn't really have that. Phillips had got. A, I think it was a corner. He got a flick on, which was a, 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 an important touch. But that, you can you can kind of understand that it was the same as the Villa game. Actually, to a, obviously to a much lesser degree with the kids played against Villa, is that you looked okay, but then you got done at a set piece. Just you know, something because you can just switch off or physicality get you or whatever or, or stuff. Like the time run from Holgate, get, he's just in. Yeah. Um, so that was the only. But in terms of general play, I didn't think like they were they were horrendous. Like. When I first saw Nath Phillips live, I think properly we played Torino in a friendly, and I think Bellotti had him on toast a little bit. To be honest, at the time, again completely understandable. He's a young kid, and Bellotti's a, 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 an international footballer, and I've always wondered like he's got the physicality. He looks to me like he could be brilliant for Stoke. Yeah. That's what I always thought of him. <laughs> like he could just be good because he could, he could just edit everything away. Yeah. He wants to be in the back line and stuff, but he's, not, he's much better than that. Actually, yeah. I wasn't giving him the credit he deserved. I thought. Like, like you mentioned before, they, growing into the game, I think they realised, you go into a match thinking, Christ, we're playing against Everton, Is international footballers, Richardson plays for Brazil, and they've got this lad like, you know, banging on about calvert might be playing for England soon, all this kind of stuff. And after half an hour, I think they sussed out a bit crap.
1: Yeah. You know, and you know what? I, 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 like, we, we, you know, we can just be us. Well, they had a very, they had a very simple game plan. Didn't they? It whack it out, whack it out, Calvert Lewin. Yeah, the two was, try and smack it into the channels for one for, for for Walcott to chase down and go long to Calvert Lewin, and that was literally. I thought we positive. dealt well with
3: for most part, and Phillips is credited with this. That even if Calvert Lewin won the ball, he was winning it going backwards. He, he was never. It, it, the flick-ons were contested. He, it was always hard for yeah. him because is he, actually a very good target man. He's caused love and a yeah. few problems at times, Calvert Lewin. But I think the way it was, and I think the target of Phillips, obviously, you're going to. And to be fair, I thought he stood up to that well because again, I don't think he's an absolute number nine, but he's a bit of a, he's got a bit about him and he can put himself about. And yeah. well I, like,
1: with I quite like Cavalloom. Yeah. Can we talk about
4: now Phillips is slidey? Oh.
1: <laughs> Absolutely set the tone for the entire game of football,
4: Ross. But, but I think they need that sometimes, so you talk about the you know, confidence going into it? I've done that and then have 50,000 people just applaud you, you're thinking, mm. yeah, I'm bang, bang up for this now. It's perfect. But, but again, it comes <laughs> comes back to them having some self-relief and growing confidence. I think every time Everton missed a chance, I think it was a bit of a wake-up call, but also like, oh, actually, we're still in this. And then I think, like, I think you're right, I think they, they realised how oh, shit Everton were. And I, I, I'm bypassing them in the field time and time again, I think that was just too easy for them. The link-up play between you know, the back four and the midfield was like okay you're gonna to have the to ball you're gonna run with it I've done, I've done my job now. Yeah, Joe Gomez, um, I said it
1: on my match reaction. I, I, there's a chance he might be the second best centre half in the world. He's he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So good. He cost us three and a half million, Paul. Yeah. He cost
2: us three and a half million pounds, and you know what? The, I, I saw criticism of him earlier in the season, and I knew people would end up regretting that because you know he comes in, he's had a long injury, and he's playing at right back. He's you, playing Steve? that position. No, <laughs> no, not, not, well, not I, well. I wasn't thinking of UC but. No, fair no, but while we're here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: on the latest episode of Steve was wrong <laughs> <laughs> episode 733
2: pay um, Five a five-month you get to see me be wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah subscribe now um, he's he, playing it right back at, you know was it the uh, the Salzburg game at home he had a bit of a mare and I don't think he was great against Napoli away either um, but he comes in and he, he's he, he's brilliant as centre half again, and, and suddenly we're seeing that Joe Gomez that we saw before Christmas last season, and yeah. you know there's a, that's a good string of performances from him now, where he's been outstanding, starting from the game against Watford at home. You know he's he, he's been he's been fantastic all that time, and I mean it's been said by everybody at this point, but it's it's absolutely no coincidence that this run of clean sheets has been. Since Joe Gomez came back into the side yeah, I can't my, speak highly
3: enough about him My thing with him I don't think he's very What well, I don't think he's good at, I think we've, we've actually just Seen proof of it Is that I don't think he can just drop him in Like I always think Lovren you, Lovren could just be not playing from nowhere And He's in a team And he does alright And he would be fine yeah. It looks like Gomez Takes a few games to get back up to speed But I, to be honest I think that's also because He was getting messed about he was getting played that right back. I never yeah. want to see him at right back again. Yeah. If Trent can't play, just play Williams now, or yeah. play. Mil- just forget moving him because I don't think it's done him any favors whatsoever. I was, I was ke-
1: talking about like keep, just keep up in the team yeah. because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I wonder if this is an example of why we're not seeing Keanu Hoover playing at full back and why Nico Williams has gone above him in the pecking order to he, looks a, he looks a tremendous right back as well, mm. but I wonder whether there's a maybe there's a lesson learned that if he's going to be a, just just play play him him a centre half, just play him at
0: centre yeah. half.
3: he's phenomenal like he's at the when we started last season him and Van Dijk that partnership we were we were you know we were wow but to be fair to Joel Matip he come in and he, was, and he was just as good i thought yeah but i think we've gone up another level and i think it just lets us defend a little bit higher because yeah. he's so he's rapid like he's, he's so quick it has too hard games to a new level so i think I'd, i the, the way it's happened has probably been for the best and i don't think Matip would ever have been dropped but the fact he's had to go out the side, and then Gomez got the, he got the chances, and we won despite him having you know, and he was a bit
1: rubbish at times. Like Salzburg, he was all over the place. He, he... Yeah, look, Gomez has not as as, as a, has had a bad time this season. So any of the criticism, I think, in and of the moments he's analysing how his season had gone is yeah. absolutely valid. I don't think you know. Again, look at the what's um, the charity shield game? He was given that game, and he was all over the place. And it wasn't really until Matip came on that we, you know, we actually, I mean, I know we, we threw all the attacking lads on as well and gave them a real game, but we we were much better for having Matip in the side than him. I think he's, it's the whole form temporary
3: class permanent thing, isn't it? He, was in, he wasn't a bad footballer, he was just in bad form. Yeah. And I think, you know, to be fair to Klopp, I imagine Klopp went into the season thinking my first choice is going to be Matip, sorry, it's going to be Van Dijk and Gomez, Could he start them in the Community Shield and he, he, starts them against, he starts them against Norwich, first game of the season, and then at, and then he's out. He's yeah. out of the team, and it 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 messes. He might so. just
1: need that. I mean, it sounds daft, but like Lovren strikes me as the kind of guy who thrives on having a bit of a fight. And Matip's actually surprised me how much he seems up for it as well in terms of fighting for his fighting for his position. And I do wonder whether the, the, the he's still a young lad, Gomez, and, and how you handle pressure. I think he, the
3: the all England sterling thing might have been on his yeah. mind. He, he's had a lot going for, going for, going for, you not know, against them or rather, So, but he is genuinely like. Man. If you if, if the two best defenders in the league both play for Liverpool, I'm certain of that. Like the two best centre halves in the league both play for us, and I don't think it's that close to number three. Like it's you're talking your Laporte, your Vl, Laporte. Yeah, Laporte's not been playing, so maybe he's, when he comes back in the mix, it's probably two or three. But at, like the present, you
1: know, Chentu's been good for Leicester, but Gomez is on another level. The thing about him is that he's a great foil for Van Dijk. But I've got. I can, just see, I can just see him stepping across and being, you know, Van Dyke's not going to have loads of years left in his career. I, he, he lacks that little bit of height, um, but he's got that, he, he just looks like Van Dyke When he played last night, he, he played exactly like Virgil van Dyke plays, that role, he just looks so composed, he's striding out with the ball or whatever. And I wonder, you just think, don't you, because the, when you've got the Van Dyke matter thing, just having massive lads... Helps, it's just that you're just more likely to win headers, etc. etc. But you don't, I don't think you need to be. It helps if you've got a tall lad in there, but I don't think you need to be huge to be a centre half. If you've got a decent, I mean, look like I don't think Ramos is the biggest, is he? You know what I mean? And yet, he's been Mascarano uh, Mascara, was good, <laughs> wasn't he? Mascarano's tiny puyol wasn't huge, etc. So now it's him, um, yeah, he's just he, he's absolutely classic. He's
3: been our best player the last few weeks, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he been? he's been, he's if been. You, do, we you had
1: this man of the match shouts. And for the last three games, he's been. Yeah, you, you know, Jordan Henderson and him have been the two, the two outstanding yeah. ones. And this week, we replaced Henderson with Lalana, probably. in, in those. We'll, we'll, we'll touch. We'll try and touch up upon him. Um, I want to get through the lads who we don't get a chance to talk about often. And uh, Ross Pedro Kiravea, absolute scouser. He's just. He, I. I he bec- he's become a little bit of like a, a meme, and I look. I. I drew upon that big time pre-match. Because, you know, it's a couple of times now where I've I've paid good money to watch a football match that Pensacine has started in. Um and that's not necessarily what we go to Anfield or go away go away for. But I've said i said this as well. And some people will find exceptions to this, of course they will, but I don't, I can't think of any games that he's he's really played badly for us. He's a very tidy footballer. Um he's played in some shocking teams for us down the down the years and the other here and there, but his first touch is great. The way it's a bit, it's a bit Alonzo like in the way that you pass the ball to him, you fizz it into his feet, and the way he moves with it. He makes himself a yard of space to play the pass. Just, I just thought he was great.
4: Yeah, I think Chris Walsh put a tweet out last night and said something similar to the narrative of Kira. like He's a bit of a bit of a joke, and I think that plays into the terrible teams that he's played for, the fact that we played him in the, in the Carabao Cup and he was ineligible to play, yeah. and the fact that he feels like he's been around for ages. I think he's only 22, and he feels like he should be like 28 or something like that, yeah. and he's played in some of those bad teams. I think he's been attached with that, whereas like I, I haven't really seen him play properly, apart from last night. I think he was fully justified. I think he was also the biggest surprise of names that were knocking about on like the starting eleven or like, the shows that you, you do and people talking. No-one ever said, Kira might, might start this game. No. And I think everyone goes, oh, shit, fucking hell, like, what's, what's he doing? But I thought he was terrific. I think, again, confidence of being able to play with Curtis Jones and Admir Lallana, people that he's never played with before, and his, his direction of play was, was superb.
1: We, we'll, we'll never know behind the scenes, Steve, where it's at in terms of clubs who are interested in him or what Liverpool are just happy to, to keep him. Because obviously, Herbie Kane's sort of a loan out. He's gone to Hull. And he, 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 he probably shone in a more obvious way in that Villa game because he was getting in the box and having shots and all that. I thought Carvey was outstanding in that. He caught, In fact, I mightn't say he, he, we brought him on in the Arsenal game, didn't we? I think. Yeah. And we pushed Because Lalana started in the sixth, we pushed Lallana further forward and he provided a great stable base for that. I, I don't think he's going to play really playing for us again. Um, he might play in the next round. Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. But... I, he, I, it's just a weird situation. he's probably had his time, you know, if he just if he'd been this age under Brendan Rodgers, I think he'd have probably played more footy yeah. more footy for us. But he's probably just a bit slow and a bit small yeah, for he's, he he's a year midfield. But again, I, I don't wanna I don't want to sit here and talk about the negatives of Kiravea. That's another really good performance. He played
3: very well. He, well. he was he was Liverpool dominated midfield just the last one thing he did do. Yeah. Um, and they're playing against, you know, three within well Quality footballers, well, supposedly, a Six and shit, but. <laughs> so Schnagley? Yeah, is yeah. Terrible. But, you know, like, well, like, experience. Like £90 million worth of midfield. Absolute you know. shite. Yeah. Um, the, the, it's experienced international footballers or Premier League footballers, you know, they play for big teams, they, they've scored goals, they, they play a lot of games, and we battered them, I feel like they didn't get a kick. You know, they, I thought bringing Delph was a good move for them because I thought maybe it would give them a bit, and, yeah. I mean, they didn't, they didn't do much in the end, but I thought it started with Kievella in that. Uh, He evaded, Everton tried to press us on fair play, and he he really did, and at times it worked, because he did get chances where we messed it up. But a lot, Ciara has got that thing where he's very, was it, press evasive, I think the term is, and like you mentioned, it's his first touch, takes him out of trouble. Yeah. And he'll just play, and he'll keep
1: it relatively simple, he'll just tick tick things on. He wasn't playing like a 60-yard raking passes or whatever, but again, the best Liverpool, the best thing about Liverpool's performance... Was the keeping it simple? It was small passes. It was. T- it was. T- it was Is t- t- the right t- word.
2: Yeah. Tidy's is the right word. Just just keeping it simple. Um, p- keeping you know keeping the play moving. And 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 again, he they, they did that particularly well once we'd had the goal and you know we had all this possession suddenly and, and for some reason Everton just completely folded and we, we, we were basically running down the clock a bit he was he was really good at just keeping the ball moving and then playing that odd amb- ambitious ball you know Jones seemed to step it up again after he'd scored the goal you could see there was another level of confidence yeah. like instilled in him and he was getting he was receiving balls from Kiravea out on the left wing and he was taking them in and, and giving um, Col- was, was, Col- was it Coleman was it Coleman at right he was giving the yeah, right is- at, yeah just, just, just they a played time. Back, They played two yeah. right backs. Oh, C- was there as well, obviously, wasn't he? Um, so, so you know, Kirave was really good at doing that, and and, and he didn't look out of place, you know, in 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 and among the midfield battle itself, and you know, he was he was
3: good. He looks like a lad who's probably gonna have a good career somewhere, yeah. mm. And it might be championship, it might be the Premier League, it might be go back to Spain and play, but he doesn't look he doesn't look like a lad who you think is gonna be playing. You know, league two footy in, in yeah. three years' time, he looks be- he looks uh, he looks better than that, doesn't
1: yeah. he? No, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I just yeah, just a fascinating performance. You look at the stats like fifty-seven percent possession. We ended up having more attempts on goal. We we almost doubled the amount of successful passes as them. I mean, you know, we put a team of kids out and passed them to death. Um I, I don't even know where to start. I could literally do a show on every single performance <laughs> and every single player. Let's do Lallana next, Ross. Um I think I said it I definitely said it, i on my my reaction after the game was that there's 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 just people out there who don't like Adam Lallana. there's always got to be one there's always got to be one lad in the squad that just Escape people go. are around ra- yeah, yeah. the people are rationally dislike <laughs> um there was there was Lallana through and through that everything everything good about Adam Lallana we saw on the pitch there absolutely tireless chasing around being an option Turning on the ball, you know, playing with his back to with, with his back to goal, deep in our half, turning the play around. He um a bit gnarly. Yeah, being having the gnar to to his game takes the captain's armband, and it was you know we've been talking about Jordan Henderson being a proper Liverpool captain now for a for a few weeks. It's been the, the rich
4: vein of form. That was a lad who was a, a
1: Liverpool captain playing for me last night.
4: Yeah, I'm fine. Every time he comes on the team sheet now, I think, I think that narrative comes from two, three seasons where he's been hampered by injuries mm. and his form's been terrible. But back to the last season, I think it was, he came on against Burnley and Eds fell off, he put in a good performance and whatever. But I also think there's the same thing that I, I used to have with Matip, with the thinking, OK, he's had a good game, he'll get injured soon. But I think he did, a, did an interview the other day and, he said, and Klopp said all oh, like, his oh, injuries behind him, he's fit. And I think he said, I'm fit now, it's not, I'm firing. Well, the good he, thing
1: is, like, if he's got injury problems, you cares? Like, but know, he's a squad player now, He, don't, he he's, don't need to
4: rely on him, he's being managed yeah, properly, so you exactly. can, you, you can you drop him in a game, he can do a job, he knows what's required. He was Klopp's favourite player with yeah. three seasons ago, because he, he led that press, he did, he did that job. But also I think he's taken on that mature level now, we, we have James Milner, I was saying have that experience in there, to calm things down, I think he provides that as well. Jürgen
1: yeah, Klopp loves lads who are prepared to go and die for the cause, and run themselves into the ground. And like, in has been like that since minute one, all the way back to the Tottenham game, Klopp's first game in charge. And you know, and, and you've got the, the there's just the high points in in, in the mid of there, you know, winning the, the Norwich game and, and, and that, that no. kind of stuff. But sorry, sorry, that. But Jurgen Klopp, Jurgen Klopp loves as you run around, but Jurgen Klopp's perfect is lads who are supremely technically gifted, who run around loads as well. Because there's tons of lads in who play footy You've got Lallana's ability. I mean, I say tons. It's still, he's a very very technically gifted footballer, but most of them. Are, they drift in and out of games, and they're not. They don't. They don't do all. They don't have the fight in
4: them. It's calculated running as well. It's not yeah. running around for the sense of just yeah, like yeah. tiring yourself out. He's he's in the press, and and the, the start of that for you know Curtis Jones and Kieran to going after him, and, and yeah, Harvey Elliott as well. Yeah. I thought, he it I thought
3: well. Uh, with, with Levin, he, he has that one where he heads it behind, don't he? that that could be a goal yeah. You know, it, it looks like he's going to fall. So I think it's Calvert-Lewin, So he's done well. He's now played. He's played sixteen games. I've checked, i was just checking. He's played sixteen games, which was the same as he played last year. And more, he played 15 two years ago. Yeah. He's fully fit. He's a Liverpool. He's not this fringe player now. He's played sixteen games, like he's more sixteen appearances. He's a, he's a proper member of this squad. Yeah. He isn't gonna flip flit, flit in and out. He's gonna be there a lot. And I think people have to just accept that, you know. I, I think you know, we, we, a lot of people are still burned by the, uh, the. I think Lovren gets this to an extent as well. And I thought Minyule was that they're not the best players, and we keep saying it, but they're not crap. They're just at a level where. And people, old scars, you know what I mean? People people remember Adam Lana in Liverpool teams, that were crap. Yeah. Or like, you know, we'd lose a lot of games and he or he'd get injured or something. And I think it stays in that but Adam Lana of this season, if you just judge him on this season, has been absolutely fine. If he's your seventh midfield option, you're absolutely you're absolutely flying. Yeah. You've got no worries if Adam Lana's your seventh best midfielder. I like the fact he's got a bit of gnarly about him. Yeah. You know he's shouting at the ref he's
1: shouting at the, I think one well, of the lads Files my name is Moses like, what are you on about he just gets because he does the step overs and he, do, he does like Louis Garcia things except Garcia was just maddening there was loads of fellas I mean it gets forgotten now because everyone remembers Garcia really fondly there were tons of fellas who hated Louis Garcia he hated his guts from minute one to the minute he left the football club because he's the lad who turns into trouble and when it works you look like a genius but it doesn't work very often because it's a very difficult thing to do and it's what stood like Louis Suarez out above because his percentage of me. My- and that work was higher than the vast majority of people in footy. But lalana has got that. He's got like, he's had a few mad haircuts, and he's a bit little, and he's you know, sudden, <laughs> and he you know, and he's got these tricks and turns. So there's just something about him that I think, but people completely overlook it's like they forget that too. He's a captain, you know, he's he is a genuine captain of the, fo- of the football club, the way he conducts himself. He's a, he, he does he bollocks people he gets in the reps yeah there's something like that he's got that that, that Milner's got that Henderson's got that is is absolutely but you need to have them players he's game. also
3: playing for a move I think we should accept that maybe, I think we yeah. maybe accept that as well he's probably gonna by all accounts he's not gonna sign this contract would like life until it looks like he's not gonna he's gonna go somewhere else he's playing for he's playing for some, that, and that's good for us you know if we get if. If we're getting the benefits Arsenal of
1: that, should be all over him. Most
3: teams in the league should want him. Yeah. And you know, he, he's, he's, he's guilty. Singers couldn't lace his boots. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, so teams maybe that we're getting the benefits of him playing. He's, he's proven out. He's proven he can stay fit, and he's proven that. You know what? I'm, I'm
1: worth giving giving me a go. But it's funny because you know this is the time of year where we see Nathaniel Klein go out on loan, and we saw Daniel Sturridge go out on loan, and Lana could well, if he'd not had the right attitude. Mm. You wouldn't be. You no, none of us would have been shocked at the start of the season if you go, if you said Adam Milan's going to go out on loan in January, you'd be like, I can see that. I can, under, I can understand why he'd, why he'd want to do that. But you're right. He's got. He's going. Well, I'm just going to. I'm going to give everything I've got <coughs> this season. I'm probably going to come home with a few, you know, few medals or whatever, and then I get the freedom to choose what I want to do next because that contract offer from Liverpool's not going anywhere. But he, he you know, he's not daft. He'll be looking at that and thinking, how do, I, how do I get my game time next season and this, and and the season after that? And he might just think, I, I want to go and be a main man somewhere again. But equally, he might just decide. You know, did his feature? Liverpool's actually pretty, yeah.
4: pretty rosy all told. And he puts put performances like that in, and no one, not one of us, will bat an island. He's also probably grown as a person because last time he played, was under 23's He put someone in the headlock, so <laughs> 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 yeah, he definitely not doing that this Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Minamino. Uh, you know, actually, yeah, the, the second
1: line of the agenda. Minamino's debut almost gets overshadowed by the team, and there we go. Completely got overshadowed by me talking. About, he was, Ben, he was fine. Um, and, you know, he was, he was. Tireless, I think he did. I was quite surprised to see him play in Up the night, to yeah, be yeah. honest. It was a random again, me and Chris talking about how he was going to do a starting eleven prediction. And I, I'd said, We played Ox for one game, you know, against Genk. We started him in that in that night. So it wouldn't be shocking to see him do it. But all the same, I didn't think he would start there. I thought he'd start wide. He should do better with the header chance. Yeah. Um, and if he scores that, he makes himself an absolute hero forever. But it's a, probably a 7 out of 10 performance. But on your debut in a Merseyside derby, He's got like like with, somebody, with Harvey Elliott and with all these players, he's got that out the way now. Yeah, it's done. There's just, there's, there was just enough,
2: wasn't it? Flashes to to see the, the type of player that he is, the type of player that we've signed, you know, and, and to prove that there's more to come from him, you know, like you can put him in the same category for that game as the likes of Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones, because all we need from those players at the moment are just. Signs that they're going to be good players, you know. you'd expect him to kick on
1: a little bit well, faster than but those. But job yeah. is that it's maybe a little bit more, you know. It's, yeah. You know, and, and he will because look, he's played. He's had like four training sessions yeah. prior to prior to this game. His job is just to be a squad player this season. Mm-hmm. It's just to be able to come in and not beat shit. Yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean. He's got to come in and put seven out of ten performance out for the rest of the season. That's that's his that's his aim. Yeah. And if he goes above that, amazing. Yeah. And obviously we've gone through now,
2: and and that'll benefit him because there's going to be another at least another cup game that he'll almost definitely come in for. Mm. You know, we're gonna as, as Steve said before. You know, we if we go further in these competitions, there's going to be more and more games to play, and, and and he'll have opportunities. Um, you know, you'd you'd like to see him get a few goals if he's going to be playing in that position. But again, we don't we don't know we still don't know where he's going to be playing on a more consistent basis is that where he's going to be playing or you know you're going to see him come in wide my hand, my suspicions are he's going to be playing pretty much everywhere so we've just got to wait and see i know. i was
3: shocked actually that he was playing up front and origi was left cuz i didn't think that it didn't make sense to me again and sure to five million and stuff i thought it, i would have wanted Origi down the middle just because of what happened against everton down the middle like yeah. three weeks ago He they couldn't lay a glove on him and i kind of i thought it, maybe it's a because he is so new and he's only played four games, it's kind of like, stick him in the nine, because he doesn't have as much defensive responsibilities. He doesn't The shape doesn't really matter. As long as he floats about and does his bits, you can kind of, not hide him, but ease him in. Yeah. But I thought it did, I thought it actually took away from Origi. I didn't think we saw much of him well, for I, that.
1: I wonder whether there's a little part of that where you're looking at and going, well, Seamus Coleman playing right back, so having Origi's pace out wide makes sense. Yeah, it, sense it, it makes sense, and, have, and having Yeri Mina, who is just... A, He's fucking rubbish. <laughs> He's just rubbish. I don't know why Barcelona bought him. What Barcelona thought they were getting. You know, they have had this this cultured brand of football who converted some of the most talented footballers in the world to play in defensive positions, blah blah blah, and then they buy this absolute yard dog turns like cream centre cent and <laughs> half like uh, but that maybe in me that was a, yeah. that was in it that was a thought with that. But that um, surely
2: should have been a suspicion of Everton when Barcelona decided to sell him to them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> right. like, why,
2: why, why, why are you giving him to us? Well, he, he's all right. All right. Okay, we're getting this player off
1: Barcelona.
2: Yeah. But why? We, what, we've what all been world?
1: there on chat manager, footy manager. It's like going go the clubs, going the Barcelonas B or whatever, <laughs> and seeing who's there, who might be interested in. To be fair, go, Gomez has been all right for them. who made a similar move, but yeah, you know he I mean, that. Uh,
4: Did Delafé come from Barcelona as well?
3: Yeah. He, he, he is just like he, honestly. Exercises the buyback. Though. I thought Emory <laughs> I thought Emery Chan turned slow. Yeah. I I've, Yeah I mean it turns like the, saying he turns like the QE two would be a disservice to the QE two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like honestly, it was ridiculous. But like I say, that's what I thought I thought maybe we'd get, get just get a up there and, and go at them hammering it on. We never um, it made sense why he's done it, because you don't want Minamino having this, you know, defensive responsibilities in a in his first game, you kinda of want him to and what he looks like to me is that He's got a little bit. He reminds me actually of Lallana, like early Lallana. That's yeah. what the first thing I thought of when I saw him was that low center of gravity. He, he turns well. He, he puts himself about. And like you say, Minamino's you know, knows Liverpool create is next season onwards. What we get from him between now and, and the summer, you, is, is, you you're going to flit him in now. Helping us rest through rotation. Yeah, so yeah, like exactly. And
1: what, what his job
4: is there. He, did, he, did well. if he scores a few goals along the uh, way, then what's the better? The think might be a tactical thing as well. Like you said, be prepared for what happened last time. Was we'll him come out on the left and just go well, your move? Then what are, you, what are you going to do now? Yeah, as absolutely. well as Coleman being really slow. Yeah, I did the centre halves. Where did they go? What 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 did they do? They have prepared, prepared for a doing that again, and then it's going to always. Yeah, But well, on
3: the flip side, we could have just done it again. because there was one time when the ball went right over the middle, I, and he was I, nearly I, in. I,
1: I agree with that thing of uh, the the proof that we is that we put out we put um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain in that for a game, which tells you that if you're just quite talented and you're good on the ball. You can you can hold your own in that position, and you, it gets it gets, to,
3: it gets you on the pitch. It gets someone else to rest, and it's yeah. not, it's probably the the, the one of, of the system. When Firmino plays, it's vital. But if it's not him, I think you can kind of play around that person. Normal, you can carry yeah. them to an extent. Yeah,
1: a um, couple of the really good moments before I talk about the absolute the best of the best, which is Curtis Jones's goal. Um, Duncan is a tampon song, which I've not sung since the mid nineties. Didn't
4: wonderful. show it on the BBC
1: that. <laughs> it was definitely, it was definitely in the, the, the coverage. But the um, it, no, the first time it went round, there's loads of people going like, "What is this?" And I was like, oh. <laughs> "That was all we had in the '90s when they used to beat us in every fucking derby." <laughs> and I had to go into school and see me mates. They're in for a week and out for a month. Duncan is a tampon was the best, he was the <laughs> absolute best. Duncan disorderly, all that shit. We used to, because you come out. To grab the ball and throw it back, you know, or the um, the president of passion or whatever his role <laughs> is now, um, and it, and it, and then the cop just absolutely slaughtered
2: it. Was genuinely so that line makes a lot more sense now as somebody who hasn't heard that song before. Well, you were just when We were singing that and song, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, to, to just see the word Duncan is a tampon uh, on a piece of paper. Uh, yeah, a week and a <laughs> half
1: for a month. The the greatest pieces of comedic... Uh, Song genius from the cop of all times because he was very injury prone. Um Klopp, I don't think it was shown in the coverage again, but there's a moment where the ball goes into the main stand and it gets chucked back straight away and it hits Klopp on the feet and he nearly kicks the ball back into the stand. He actually kicks the ball and he flips on because this is like when we're trying to see the game out. Is oh my god it was great it was just fucking brilliant he was like what the fuck what are you doing keep hold of the ball you dickheads absolutely love it I remember, I
3: remember once going to a game on the tangent that is Carragher done it the ball goes, I think it might be my United section I was there it, 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 the ball came in my vicinity and this fella grabs the ball and we're all running back and you hear Carragher go fucking keep hold of it keep hold of it Like to this fella in the crowd alright Jamie like, and, <laughs> and, and, and the United players I think, I'm think i sure it was coming over to get it and he's like can I just told me I can't give it to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to like, just hot potato it. Brilliant. We, we, were, we were so good at that the, t- the time-wasting stuff in general. The, the, the crowd kept it a few times. Um, anyway, look, the best of the best moments. Curtis Jones, um, Steve, Steve Hall. I mean, the, the thing about it, the goal itself is perfection. It's perfect. It's utter perfection. The fact that it comes from a, a, a lad from Tocchi, um <clears> is even better. The fact that for me, because we're not, we have talked about Harvey Elliott in, in this performance. I thought he was, I thought he was fine. By the way, no, no, disservice to him. It's just a, just a time issue more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, every, I think all the young lads excelled. You know, we've talked and we've talked about them. The Curtis Jones excelled. I think he was playing in the most difficult position on the pitch yeah. uh, of everyone. And because I was actually watching his performance, and I was thinking he's not. He actually wasn't shining in the same way the other lads were, but he was because he was holding his own in a central position, in a, in a central attacking position for Liverpool at times. Um, and to then cap it off with the goal, I think gave it the just, you know, the just rewards for the performance that he put in. He was brilliant. That yeah, I think was I Sonno. think he got
3: man of the match, didn't he? off the, off the yeah. BBC and stuff, obviously, <laughs> that the
1: goal, probably wins that by
3: itself. Um, it's all our performance. He is a player now who I would have, I have no issues playing in the Premier League. Yeah. Like, if you said to me they're going to throw, you know, someone in, you're like, oh, I don't know about that. But if he has to play, it's fine. He is, he's... He back, again talking so about backing yourself. He's got that swagger of a, of a player who knows how good he is. The fact that he goes for that shot and attempts it yeah. at that point of a game. Younger players. And funny enough, on a, a little bit of times, so I watched Steven Gerrard on Sky getting interviewed by Gary Neville. They were going, the, watching his career, a soccer, soccer box, and he said like, at times he went, I wasn't selfish, enough, you know, I kept trying to pass it to Patrick Berger or I had time pass it to someone, and then I started going, you know, like, I can do that. I like, I can just score. So why am I passing it to you? Because I'll just do it myself, sound. And it was almost like that, like the little layoff when he's in. The obvious thing to do, there, he could just be to lay it back side five yard pass, and we and we go again, and we build, and yeah. we go, it goes down the right, and it, and you know, Nicky Will, Nick Williams crosses it in or whatever. But he goes now, and the ability to do it, like it's it's sheer perfection. Like you could not do better. Like it's inch perfect because, like I say, Pickford is literally it's fingertips. Yeah. It the, the way it drops in, it's it's a stunning goal. It flips like, the crossbar on the it, way. It, in, which yeah. Is the best. It's, it's just fit. like it, it, it's, it's it's like. You can put that now. I think I know it, the significance of the game might not matter, but like the all-time derby goals that I've seen, I mean, like that is, the, I mean, not gonna let me to riggy ever because it was hilarious and, and maniac their place. But in terms of like the, the actual goal itself, I mean, yeah. I always think Gary McAllister, you know, that, that one yeah.
1: though, it, it's hard to beat. This was just Daniel like, Sturridge lob, Steven Gerrard, other one, you know, we scored some brilliant derby goals. This was this is my no, this, I, agree. I think this is my might, favourite. It might be the favourite. It might be one if, if it's not, it's certainly in that type of off the top of my head of the, the, the most beautiful derby
3: goals we've seen. I done. think it might be my favourite ever now, just because it means that a young scouse lad beats Everton with a worldie with RC team out. And their best team ends their season. It kind of demystifies Carlo Ancelotti, who would happen to become like, I don't know, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's gonna be different with Ancelotti and a Derby. Well, no, it's it's gonna be the exact same fellas. It's probably my favourite ever derby goal. Now it'll, it'll take something special until, until we win the league at their ground. That'll probably be my yeah. best derby goal. But before that, this is I think it's absolutely fantastic. It was, it, it's if he never does anything else for Liverpool now, he's sound. He
1: will because he's he's, he's certainly good enough. Well, Klopp said didn't he? he said bar and some something weird happening. He, he'll be a Liverpool player. That's yeah. just just how just how good he is. That's, I love I love his is confidence. Yeah. I saw some, someone saying, post-match again, might have been the subscribers group, saying a little bit worried about the ego, something might, might have been in one of the, actually, I think it was in the comments section on YouTube. Um, I interviewed him some before last. Um, I can't remember what ground that was. It, it was after a pre-season game anyway and he had a really good pre but he hadn't scored and, and, he, and he, but he said, I said I, you know? are you happy to be here, blah, blah, blah and he was like, it's going to plan and I was like, your plan is to be this to play and be this good. And he was like, yeah, that's my plan. And, and this felt like a, 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 a an extension of that Ross where he basically came out and said, I've been frust- I'm frustrated, I'm on the bench, I don't want to be on the bench, I want to be in the team. And some people could perceive that as being like, like spitting the dummy out. It's not. He just backs himself, he backs himself in a very, very big way.
4: Yeah, like even on the goal, like it's what, it hasn't been spoken about well anyway, but like the build-up, I know, because the goal was very good, like putting the build-up to that, he's playing one-twos with the rigi. he then chips the defender on the edge of his own box yeah. for him to pass it back to him, and obviously then the goal takes on from there. But I think it's a bit a build-up of, of being tripped for the, these these games in 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there, or going away to guitar, like you said, and stuff like that. He's got a taste of what it's like to be a 13 Liverpool full player, to then go back to the under-23s, I don't think... I don't think it's a negative that he goes, I don't want to do this anymore. I want, I want to be back over there with, with everyone else. Yeah. And, and playing with world-class players, which I think he, he said last night, I've going, that's where he wants to be. That's where he sees himself. That's against what you just said, who, who backs himself. But he's got the confidence, but he, he backs it with ability. And he's shown that in, big, in games that he's played. He's big, also yeah. the
3: scousest person I've ever heard. <laughs>
4: like if people struggle with my accent on times I get
3: comments, slow down, or people can't understand Jamie Carragher on the telly, they've got no chance with him. He is. The sound sounding kid. i to be interesting
1: yeah, to his, his punditry career down, <laughs> down the line. be something that needs working on, but he's got a long time to worry about that. It, it's been a big year for him, Ben, because he, you know, he, he only really got put up to the under 23. I think this time last year, and he, 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 by all accounts, he, he didn't quite hit the ground running. He obviously, had that cup appearance didn't against he? Mm-hmm. He Wolves, where I thought he was fine. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting. This could well be that. You I mean, think about the Trent moments when he comes in at Old Trafford, and he just holds his own not great uh, right back in that game but he holds his own mm. and then it, he's just gotten more and more opportunities as it's gone on i hope i certainly hope it is because we've got there's a few too many examples of lads who get games like Jordan roster scores in the league cup against butter doesn't he and you know we've had um ben woodburn scores against yeah. leeds I mean, is it in the in, in the cup as well i hope this isn't that i hope this is a platform for something else because he's tall he's got pace he's got close control he's got confidence he's clearly got an eye for goal he could have the he could have the full package.
2: Yeah, Klopp's got a big decisions make now because do you loan him or not? Um, you know, I think look at a few weeks back, you'd probably say yes, mm-hmm. but now suddenly it's like well. You know, maybe we are a little bit light in midfield, and actually, he might he might be good enough to, to come in and, and play a few games. You know, if you think about some of the fixtures that we're going to have between now at the end of the season, you know, they, they might be favourable for him. But at the same time, is he going to benefit more from going out to you know a lower league, Premier Premier League team, or a, a Championship team and playing pretty much week in week out? And it's a big decision that he's going to have to make in January for me, uh, because you know he's. he's He's reached a stage in his career where it, the, the the likes of Harry Wilson and and, um, and Ben Woodburn look like he had um, that, that he's just too good for youth football. Yeah. So what what do you do with him now? You know, do you, do you, do you play him? Do you play him within? Our, you know, do you play him as a like sort of a rotation player in our squad, or do you go out and make sure he gets full time football? I don't know what the correct answer. I is. I think he that, has really. to stay.
3: Yeah, I think he'd be selfish. I think yeah. I think he has to stay. Not Liverpool either. We've got we've got five injuries in the field or something, which is thing. For him, I think he looks like a lad who, who training with these lads every day will be better for him. And then if you're actually going to loan him, you do you do what you did with Harry Wilson in that you let you let him go somewhere for a year. There's no point sending him to, to somewhere now where it takes him a few weeks to get used to it. He's battling a, a relegation battle or something. And it just what's the point? I think you keep him around, and then in the summer you make your decision right here. Says you're now seventh, eighth choice, but you know the equivalent of Derby. You, you wanted Harry Wilson? Want you go and have a year playing for them, and then come back and we'll see where you are. I think that's probably the best move for him. I don't think he can even consider it because of Fabinho, <coughs> and obviously now Milner's out, and we've had Genie's had issues, and Keita now is injured, Shaqiri's been injured. They're like All armour fielders are struggling. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think there's. I'd be amazed if he doesn't start a Premier League game between now and the end yeah, of the season. So, so I think you've got to keep him The good him
1: about thing about him is he's got that versatility. You can play him in a 4-3-3, you can play him in a 4-2-3-1 if you want. You can play him centrally, you can play him wide as well because he's got a, he's got that bit of pace and, and, and trickery and what have you. You're right, I think he'll find games... He's young enough, isn't he? The, he's only see, did someone say he's 19 today or this week or something? He's, he's 18 at the time of the game. He's got a lot of time left. There's no there's no rush yeah. for him to, to get this, but I think, he, you know, I, I think for his ambition... I think it would be interesting to see if we do get him a get him a few games, and I, I, I there's no doubt now. And this is the beauty of this game. Um, for all of these odds, like I said at the top, they've now played a senior, proper, competitive game. It's a derby, you know what I mean? They've played against the, It's not like the the Arsenal game was a nice stepping stone, but Arsenal made loads of changes for that for that game as well, and it was a you know five five and, and pens and all that kind of stuff. Like, but this was it. This was a proper game of footy, and they've all stood up, and now we're in a position where again. If 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 they only make themselves squad options between now and the, end of the season, that for Nico Williams, for Curtis Jones, for Harvey Elliott, that's mission accomplished. The kids, you know, that they can't they can't be expecting to come in and play another twenty games back to back for us now. But if they go come in and they play a handful of games between now and the, end of the season, then all of a sudden when you're talking about the Summon and La Lana moving on, and there's talk now, Genie Genie and Alden might move on. You you you're placing yourself in a position to plug those gaps. the the next season which is all this game is about as far as I'm concerned Uh, and also obviously (laughs) stuffing the blue shites back in the little fucking holes on County Road for another year
4: Um, you've not got it on there but I was very surprised pleasantly surprised to see Chamberlain on the bench yeah. and get some game time Yeah, and because looking, looking sharp. Yeah, as well. that was a massive surprise. Seeing you know? that, like obviously when he went down guitar, it just looked horrific. He did like some little. I thought he'd done his knee again. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, well, he did some little half crawl, looked up at the bench, and I just felt sick, thinking it, exactly that he, he'd done it again but there's been no signs of him like coming into the side and then to see him on the bench no. and wanted to get like 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. That, again, that plays into going forward with the injuries you just Paring mentioned there. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Really. yeah, absolutely. And just quickly, obviously, on the roundup, up um,
1: just the games of significance for us last weekend. Wolves Jordan with Man United and Borough Jordan with uh, Tottenham. That Man United game was the worst game of football I've ever seen. Was it was it? awful. Yeah. It's so bad. Neither the, team showed up. The good the good thing about that for us is that those games, replays take place in between our games with them. So yeah. Man United Spurs will have will have to go. I mean, obviously having played us, they'll have to go and then play a replay, which doesn't necessarily have as much of an impact. But United's replay against Wolves will be before us playing them, which is Absolutely wondrous news. Um, that's that then, gents. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, but uh, Dan Kenneth on Twitter, uh, the longest unbeaten runs in, may- in British Derby history. Uh, Liverpool are third behind Chelsea Spurs, who had a 26 game run. Hearts, Hibbs was 22, and we're joint on 21. Um, Arsenal Spurs have got that record as well, but ours is ongoing, uh, and long may it continue. <laughs> cannot wait to see Toffee TV. Later on, it's going to be glorious. It's going to give them a big cuddle and make them feel even more sad about their lives. Um, Gents, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Make sure you head over to theredmentv.com and get all the extra content. As I say, this show is is twice a week when there's two games a week. The midweek one uh, is on there, including instant match reactions, 15 minutes straight after the game and all the brilliant uh, and in-depth and and insightful interviews that we've done with some of the greatest Liverpool legends and pleasant players and managers. Um, Yeah, it's great. Go and sign up and we'll see you there.